All right, all right. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Really Real Podcast with Miss Dove. And I am chilling with... Introduce yourself. Tarsha Joseph, client, friend, entrepreneur, <laughs> mother tonight, mother. And who else in here with us? Introduce me. No. <laughs> Put that social anxiety on. Hey, hey, I'm Taylor. <laughs> my daughter, my shy but very outspoken daughter, Taylor Joseph. Entrepreneur as well, since she does have a nanny business. Let's throw that plug in there. Okay. Okay, so we chilling today. We vibing because... With everything that's been going on, we see and hear, especially on social media, people talk about relationships and dating and things like that. And I think for us in our ripe ages, I ain't going to say old, we seasoned. That's it. And uh, we've experienced love. We've experienced uh, lust, infatuation, uh, butterflies bubble goods because <laughs> it might not have been bubble flying okay so um we're gonna talk about healing after heartbreak <laughs> man who want to begin i mean technically is there healing after heartbreak i mean i mean i think i still am healing i think healing is an ongoing process true true because you may heal from certain things but overall if that new partner does something to trigger that are you really healed? Right. It's a reminder. Now it's your response. Even if it's a trigger, it's the yeah. response. Are you uh, easily agitated, frustrated? Do you get irate? Um, do you so feel I, yourself sweating? If I'm still hurt, then I'm mad. I'm mad <laughs> as hell. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm mad. But when I'm to the point where, like the old blues song say, don't hurt no more. Yeah, roll off my back like, oh, whatever. Right. You ever think about like when they say um, you almost like see that other person's face on that person's body? Hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like um, Tom and Jerry. Right. Yeah. When he had the head of the dog on exactly. top of the other cat. Exactly. Okay. All the time. So I think for me, after heartbreak, sometimes people might say they experience like that ice cold feeling. Like uh, that Omarion son. I got a. Uh, I got a icebox where my heart used yes, to be. Yes. So I don't think I've really had that. Like I might have been angry, but I still was open to love. But I think I, I think I was very cautious as to how to approach you. Like I had trust issues. Like I don't know if I want to talk to you or date you. What's what's your? Okay, so with me, first I go through the hurt. Like like wow, I can't believe you did this. Or, I can't believe this happened. So at first. I go through the hurt, the the sadness of it, kind of sort of like grieving. Mm-hmm. The girls remember when I went through a breakup and they said I was mean. I would come home from work and go straight in my bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I know I did that for about two, three weeks, huh? Mm-hmm. But you you remember that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like two or three weeks. And then I came out the room and I was, you know, more so of sad. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was mad, then I went to sad, and then I went to, oh, okay, it's his loss. So I don't, I don't, it's not that I don't trust, but no, I take that back. I don't have a trust part because I get the next person all of it again. Mm-hmm. And I think I need to put breaks on it faster, you right. know, than what I normally do. Yeah, I think, uh, I could say I could relate to that. Like when Jazz knows that I'm feeling some type of way, I'm in the dark, nothing zone. I'm not crying, but it's just like quiet. Right. I don't want to be bothered. I'm like, I, 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 I close the door. Right. And it's, you okay? 
Mommy not, not okay. I'm in my room if you need me. Right. Sometimes she don't just come give me a hug, and I think that hug is what triggers the tears. I'm like, oh, thank you. Now with her, with Taylor, that's how it was. With my oldest daughter, Treasure, Treasure wants to be more protective, and Tierra is more of a I don't want mommy to cry, but Taylor is more of a let me hug you and make you feel better. And with that breakup, I didn't want to really pull her in it because she was close to this person. Mm-hmm. So I really felt bad for her because she started asking, well, where's Mr. So-and-so and is Mr. So-and-so not coming by anymore? So that made me feel kind of bad too. Mm-hmm. But once I explained to her, you know, we're still friends, but he just won't be over as much and things like that. And then I got mad again because I never kept her away. He stayed away. Mm-hmm. So that, that was another thing. Like when you go from breakup, can you still remain friendly? And yeah. that kind of, I didn't know how that pissed me off because I'm like, the kids have nothing to do with this. Yeah. And she's very. That's a that's a hard part, though, with, with dating and having children. Because mm-hmm. initially, if people are like, what's the time frame on having your child around the person you're talking to, uh, the boundaries. Uh, and then you're concerned with your child's attachment to this person because you're not sure how this is going to play out. Um, I never kept them away from people. Anybody yeah. that I dated. It's like this. Everyone knew I had kids, but I had boundaries, especially having girls and being a survivor of a violation. Mm-hmm. I never let them come around. So you couldn't come to my home. I dated outside the home. I dated in McDonald's parking lot. I dated away. If they were allowed to come to my home, it was the weekends when the girls were gone. Right. So to say that they only really interacted with a few people and they were still cool with those people, even up until adulthood, they're still cool with those people and their families. Because we didn't work, I wouldn't dare keep my kids away from people who were good to them. Right. But everybody can't handle that. Because in one situation, his new girlfriend had, had an issue. Right. So, yeah. But I, I never just kept them away. I, I Maybe I should have, huh? <laughs> <laughs> mm, no, because no, I like talking like to the people I still talk to. Because, you know, the ones who are not supposed to talk to, they melt their way out. I like them. They melt their way out? <laughs> yeah, they are. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's you, a good thing at the heartbreak that she was still open to that, I guess. Yeah, I was still... Because it, was, it wasn't fair to me because I was hurt to keep y'all away. Yeah, I noticed that. So it didn't bother you. It didn't bother you that you could still be friends with, with people. Mm-mm. Really? So how do you consider them? Do you consider them friends or family? Um... Um... It depends on which ex. <laughs> like, Terry Perry, like... Like, oh, that's all you see. That yeah, like then, like you know, the other people like that's the friend, and it depends. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And you know how to navigate that with your dad as well. Yeah, even like after the breakup and stuff. Well, no. I, that 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 worked for me. All the exes are exed out. Are you serious? But see, I'm like that too. Like, uh-huh. if you my exes, no. If you're an ex, are you exed out? Like, mm-hmm. I just can't because I feel like. But the majority of the time, I would say this: my heart was broken. Oh, so if man. you cheated on me, you did be dirty. If you decide to act, think you ghosted me, to be honest with you, the moment I realized you stopped calling, it wasn't ghosted. Baby, you gave me freedom. Because once I realized you were gone, I was like, oh. But it hurt because sometimes in the back of my mind, it's like, do I want closure? But yeah. then I say no because it ain't going to do that but make me more hurt than what I already was. So you really like so you one of those people. Once you break up, you want your whole family to break up with that person. Yes, really. And the sad part about it, my grandma's still friends with half of them on Facebook. You know, so and so got. I don't want to know shit. 
Yeah, I don't want to go back. I can still, still be friends. I don't want. I don't want I'm to. I'm gonna take that. I still go to my ex husband family reunion. But I mean, that's your ex husband. That's still family. That's still, yeah. to me. That's okay. considered like say for instance, me and my daughter's dad. We're still cool. Okay. okay. But with that family functions, I don't want to go. I thank you for the invite, but I don't want to go. Oh, I'm in there. Oh, you gonna know I'm here. I, just, I love his family still. No, I'm good. Oh, and see, when she break up with people, one little guy, I missed him so much. But she was like, nope, when I'm done, we all done, the whole family. So but look, if, we, if I break up with somebody, it's not had a good reason behind it. That's me That's me out the relationship. I'm like, he exed out for a reason. <laughs> so I had to respect mm-hmm. her boundaries and didn't call the kid and all that kind of stuff. No. But I'm always, I'm but friends like, with everybody. Okay, like, you know, I'm, I'm divorced. Let me tell you, so many people felt like they wanted to come to my defense, but because I set the boundary, like, uh uh-uh, don't speak for me because you could put me in harm's way, especially the majority of my family is is in Austin, Texas. Yeah. I'm here in Houston. You don't know what's going to happen to me. You can't get here fast enough if something transpired by you saying something or triggering this person to feel like you told them, you said, you responded, like, so I feel like if... Once I said it was over and I filed for divorce, mm-hmm. baby, everybody, I do need this number because I wanted to say something. I said, please don't because you're not here for the repercussions. Mm-hmm. That's true. So, that's even, true. but even if you were here, that's not your place that's because true. it still could put me in harm's way. You never know if that, because that person knows where I work at. You don't. Right. That person knows right. a lot about my daughter's right. history, right. her background. Right. You don't know what that could and trigger. And you never know what a person is thinking. So I get what you're saying yeah. with that. I, I'm fortunate enough, enough that I've never had any exes that presented that type of behavior. I think mm-hmm. if I saw that type of behavior prior to, maybe I shut it down or something. But I've never had that problem. Like I'm usually friendly with everybody that I've ever dated. Like, seriously. Mm-hmm. I, and I have exes, even to this day, like, if you follow me on social media, that's fine. But I'm not following you back. What? Girl, I see the new house. I haven't been invited to weddings. I don't, baby. Like I, 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 really, I don't really care for people to follow me. But I ain't worried about what you doing, so does it bother me, though? Yeah, but it's like, why are you watching me? But, but, <laughs> like, but, but, but in my mind, and, 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 and anybody even feed my ego, you miss me. Yeah, that's true. Oh, oh, I know. I, that's that's what I'm saying. I know that. Oh, I know that. But to be honest with you, though, know, I, I really. But I think that's April babies that feel that way. We missable. Okay. All the April babies. Yeah, on his birthday. Oh, I know you think about me. I know you are. <laughs> but, but to be honest with you, I really. I've just got to be frank with it. I don't give a fuck. Like, what you do outside of the relationship you have with me, I don't want to have a care in the world about what you're doing, who you're doing it with, because it has no parts of me in it. Now, as far as if you became a better man because of my influence, that's great. I'm going to pat myself on the back when I hear about it, but I ain't going to go looking for it. Oh, wow. I don't want to. Looking at it from that perspective, I see what what you mean. I'm not looking for it. But I guess I'm just over friendly. Like I mean, I'm friendly and flirty, and it gets it hurt. It gets me in compromising positions at times. And that's the point. And that's my problem. Mm-hmm. I'm just real friendly. So yeah, we're done. I'm, I'm good with it, dude. I, I wish you the best. I wish you this, that, and the other. And we could be cool. Like I have exes who are lawyers and car mechanics. I was going for Mardi Gras. My car broke. Uh-huh. An ex came through and helped my brother-in-law with some stuff and fixed it. You know, so I just, I guess I look at it like that, but yeah, I'm just a friendly person. I think that's it. Let me tell you, I'm, I'm going to give you for instance, right? So I remember being in college and I was pregnant with Jazz. 
and we had I had just moved from North Houston to Pearland, and her dad answered the phone, and it was a crazy ex-boyfriend from college that answered the house phone. See, you know the house phone. And so he was like, you gave up your new number? I was like, no. When you move, sometimes your number transfers with you. Uh -huh. And so he answered the phone and said, who is this? He said, oh, oh, this birds. <laughs> I said, oh, my God. I said, just hang up the phone. He says, no. He started asking questions. I said, see, now he, now you finna start an argument. You finna oh, start a whole yeah. argument. So, Because you're prying. And so now you finna question what I'm doing. I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. Right? So the dude was like, oh no. His exact words, oh, she was nothing but a fuck. I said, ooh, give me the fucking phone. <laughs> I'm pregnant. I'll get a Give oh, me the fucking wow. And the part that tripped me out was, I realized, eventually he called back when my daughter daddy wasn't at home. And he had the audacity to be like, well, you know, you're supposed to be mine. And that's supposed to be my baby. He said, if I can do anything to break that shit up. Oh, so that's why he so that was yeah. his. So oh, sometimes wow. some people do you shit. You gotta do that. You gotta right. That so on. you gotta. So say for instance, some people leave a door open in a relationship with somebody they consider a friend that's an ex. Yeah. Sometimes that makes them think that there's room for, for possibility of a return. Mm -hmm. I don't want to give you any inkling that we're, that's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. I don't want that. And I guess if you're healed from it, you can't move on from it. Because I guess some people would think I'm not healed from my exes because I remain friendly. But I think in, in my situation... I'm healed from from it because I can be your friend. I can be cool with you. I don't want to use the word friend. We can be cool. You uh, know. Ain't no cool. If, okay. If you... I, I get it. Okay. Because this, this, is, this is where I say I found the flaw in where I shouldn't have got married in the first place. I had just got out of a relationship maybe two, three weeks before I started dating the ex-husband. Oh, yeah. But I didn't know how vulnerable and hurt I was. Oh, you know, yeah. when you in a front... You don't realize no. how deep that funk was when a nigga tell you I'm done with you. Wait, bitch, we just had lunch. <laughs> what? And then some of us will be like, No, you're not. I'm, you're not done with me. I'm done with you. No, it wasn't even that. I just was like, All right, I closed the truck and kept it moving. Yeah. But then when you think about shit, you realize like you can't just jump into the next thing because you shouldn't. You you shouldn't can, but you but shouldn't, we do, right? You're not and that's the part where. I, I, I was, I, I realized I carried how I responded with like a chip on my shoulder. Every time somebody said, what? Why? Huh? Oh, yeah, you weren't here. Yeah. You so I realized healed. I was snappy, but it was like, some people think it's cute. I, I didn't feel like this shit was cute. No, it's really not because now you're taking it out and bringing that energy to somebody else who, right, didn't, who deserve didn't deserve it. it right? Now, I was like that. I would go from man to man to man to man to man. My motto was, oh, I'm going to keep me one or two. Mm -hmm. But I watched her when she went through a breakup. She actually took three months to herself. I'm not putting a time limit on it, but I'm really going to take three months where I don't want to date nobody, talking about it or nothing. And I had to look back and say, look at you. Sometimes people dangle things in front of you and make you feel like they're comfortable with certain behaviors because they know that with you being vulnerable, they can use that to their advantage. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the part I, I didn't know. I prey on people. Literally. And that's the part I didn't know. Yeah. So, I think... Oh, yeah. Especially if he's been in the wedding <coughs> waiting. Yeah. If he's been in 
the wing waiting and watching what you're doing and I'm that's, 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 that's exactly what, what this last breakup that's what I, I heard. changed my Facebook status my phone got hot for real seriously you too yeah like they my phone got hot my DM got hot like but baby come back under those rocks y'all under I'm working on me, me right me now be. right okay. I'm working on me right now so I don't think I ever had a cold heart but I think like I said that the chip on the shoulder that and it you don't recognize it till it's like Oh, I responded to you in a way that I kind of see you as that. You may hurt me too. Yeah, yeah. And I was just the opposite. I was too open. Oh, I just fell down. And you would think I would ease myself up. I jump back up and jump in something else again. Mm -hmm. Face forward again. Bleeding all over the place. Right, bleeding all over the place. Yeah, yeah. literally. Instead of being cautious, I move more. I move cautious now, but. Probably in my twenties and my thirties, especially after my divorce. Oh no! Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't move with none of that. It's not their fault. The last man did such and such. No, it's not their fault. But I still should have had boundaries up and healed myself from other things before I moved on to other things. Because if you want something different, you have to put out something different. Yeah, and I was just going head first back in. Hey y'all, back out. No healing. <laughs> She's like, no hey. No healing. No closure. No nothing. I'm back on the market. Because I, I think, like, this March, I think we, we kind of touched this earlier, uh, would be the time in which I filed my papers. Oh. And so the conversation that I hear on social media, it's always the women filing for divorce. But sometimes do people even acknowledge that the threat was thrown out there that I'm leaving or you can go, you get the fuck away from me. You can only say that so many times before a woman is fed up. You can only do so much shit so many times before a woman is fed up. So why is it that we're blamed for divorce if men or some people don't even see the errors of their their ways? I talked to a divorce lawyer and he told me, he said, it takes most people two years to make the decision to find the file. It takes the, the other person who they're divorcing at least an average of two years to get over the fact that they filed for a divorce. So it's, well, I mean, it's, just, it's, it's, it's just that... We don't want to do it. Well, I didn't file. That's a lot of people don't realize. I didn't file. Mm -hmm. I, I tried. I, I didn't file. I left, but I didn't file. Right. So we were like separated like three years before it became legal. Because when I was trying to do it, he was prolonging it. Uh -huh. So I quit. I, when I did draw the paper on twice, he didn't want to sign. Right. So I quit. I just started living my life. And then when he saw me literally living my life, he then he was on. like, oh, okay, yeah, well, yeah, I'm going to pay for it. I, and I think that was my thing for me, though. Like, you you sit a divorce attorney's business card on the nightstand. Oh, he was playing mental games. Right. He was, it, or, but or, was he healed? From what? From whatever he had going no, on prior to you. No. Yo. I was the punching bag. Oh, so yeah. So, literally, if you're going to present a divorce attorney's business card on the nightstand, if you go, well, you can get the fuck out. And then the moment you talk to my child crazy, I was done with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But my thing is, if you're constantly saying you can go, or you go in here threatening that you finna leave, I just would stand there and be like, what the fuck is this? Right. Like, uh, at, some point, at some point, you get tired of, and when you wake up from the manipulation. Yeah. When you realize, like, dude... I can't do this. Like, I'm too real with you to right. keep going through this. Exactly. I talk through a lot of shit. 
And some people don't know how to communicate. They avoid conversations. Yeah. So instead of saying, hey, Danica, this is what I want. Hey, Danica, can we do this like this? Some people will avoid the shit. And eventually when the shit fails, well, why you didn't say nothing? Nigga, you got a mouth too. Exactly. And it, to have a conversation with people, a conversation is talking between two people. Right. If you're not communicating That's a monologue me, and a dialogue. Exactly. And it's right. not working. So you have to be able to communicate so you can... Some people don't realize they need healing, though. Uh-huh. So if you can't even acknowledge, okay, hey, it's not them, it's me. Uh-huh. They can't, they shouldn't move on. But right. most men will move on, you know, without any, without acknowledging it. Right. So it's just a matter of acknowledging, okay, hey, I have an issue. I need to work on. It's me. It's not someone else. It's me. So I'm hoping that I'm teaching my kids to heal themselves prior to moving on in love. Like I said, some people don't do that. People don't communicate. People don't uh, acknowledge. People don't uh, work on themselves. So you're going to have that cycle going on about relationships, going in from relationship to relationship without healing. Do you think, do you feel you need closure to move on? I, I don't. When I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. That's one of my problems. I feel like I need closure. Like we have to talk it out. Like, if we don't, what's the issue? Like, it's it real easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I want to be like, okay, this is why I was upset. Da, 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 da. Okay, we can leave it alone. I, that's my problem. Mm-hmm. It's not that a problem. Me, it's, not a, it's not a problem. That's your choice. But you're going to have to eventually become good with that because guess yeah. what? At, at right 49 years old, I was the same way at one point in time. But when you have that person who's not going to give you that closure, am I going to sit in this right here while he's still living his best life? Or am I going to say, okay, this is how it ended. Yeah. This is what I did or didn't do. And mm-hmm. let me move on. Yeah. Now I just be like, okay, it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like I said, sometimes I think with look seeking for closure even when you already kind of made up in your mind, like, dang, he hurt me. Yeah. Or say for instance, okay, if a person cheated, dang, he cheated. I don't want, I shouldn't even have to ask you why. Because if you cheated, sometimes the, the excuse to say it's your fault, but it, it, I didn't force you to go. Exactly. So, and we could have had a conversation prior to, to falling with your dick in somebody. Right. Oh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, but, but real, that's real. Or even if it's one of those, um, I just I just feel like I needed to go take care of my person. Sometimes it. it oh, I have conversations because I've been on the other side when I was a cheater, and I've had conversations prior to cheating. Okay, look, this is not working for me. I need this, this, mm-hmm, and this. Yeah. This is not working for me. I right. told you. Now, if you don't do it and ha- try to correct it, mm-hmm. and we're not moving towards that common goal, then I'm gonna go out and do what I feel. Well, maybe I need some healing from this so I can learn how to break it off. Right. Because, yeah, I've, I've done some things to where maybe I wasn't healed from my, 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 uh, I said what I wanted. I want it. If you can't give it to me, then I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. I would say closure could be helpful depending on the person. Yes. And not all circumstances may require closure. You know how some people say they ghost or whatever. Mm-hmm. Some some people, when you know, like say for instance, domestic violence uh, survivors, oh, yeah. ain't no closure needed for that. They, you got the no. run. You no. just got to run. So no. every circumstance is different. different. I heard, um, I saw an interview with Steve Harvey, and that's what he said. He said men don't do closure. We just go. Mm-hmm. And when he said that, it's like a light bulb. 
went off in my head in some past relationships. I'm like, yeah, so and so didn't do closure. So and so didn't do closure. Mm-hmm. Men don't like that confrontation. Sometimes it's rare you'll find one that'll tell you this, this, this didn't work for me, and I'm leaving. Yeah. But again, it's some healing. <coughs> my personal opinion, that I think black men need to go through because we're stereotyped about they don't need uh, emotion, they don't have emotions. They're stereotyped about not having therapy. So it's some healing that they need within a within a generation of black men to get them to that point. To okay, let me tell her why. Let me communicate my feelings and communicate my emotions yeah. across to make this work. Yeah, or to make this end to let this closure be. But I also think, too, for us as black women, we think that, uh, and I hate to say it, I'm, I'm, like, I, I'm, this is a part of the accountability, mm-hmm. that as black women, sometimes we're looked at as the the heroes in a lot of situations. The strong black woman, it, she can handle it. She got this. Oh, sometimes yeah. that's the part that hurt us the most because it's like, well, she got it. And then because oh, yeah. the, the, the verbiage of I'm independent, well, then guess what? You're on your own. So we're left to fit for ourselves. So I think if we check how we handle certain situations, men will be able to come to conversations feeling prepared. But we don't, I feel like sometimes, and it's a double-edged sword. We don't offer a, a comfortable space for men to communicate and True. men are not sensitive enough to let down that guard to True. open up and be vulnerable. Very, very true. It's kind of, it's like you say, it's a strong woman syndrome. We've been taught so much, you know, you got to be strong. You got to be strong for your family. You got to be strong for your kids. You got to be strong for your man. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, we've been taught that for so long when we need to be really I want to send in my feminine energy. I want to. I'm tired of being independent. I'm tired of being. I'm tired of being tired. I'm tired of being tired. I want to send in my feminine energy where I don't have to stress and worry about being strong. I want us both to be able to sit here and say, "Okay, I've had a rough day. This is this this is going on. Let me cry on your shoulder. I want him to cry in my lap, and we can just get this off, so right. we can live a peaceful." open free vulnerable life without judgment without restraints without stereotypes and be productive lovers. Yeah. yeah i think for me i look at like and i, oh, I was bitten to uh my homeboy the other day we be uh it's like three of my homeboys were from college uh one of my clients i've been doing for a long time almost seven years and we always have conversations about black community, black business, uh, entrepreneurship, all kinds of stuff. And so we'll have conversations <laughs> on Instagram. You know how I be sending you and Cynthia stuff. They'll send me stuff. So yeah. the stuff I send y'all, I'll be like, all right, the fellas asked this question. So I said, yeah. let me ask the other females around me. Because I'm like, I know I'm not the only one. And a lot of times we all be on the same page. Mm-hmm. And so when we're talking, one of the questions came up as to how like uh, women sometimes expect men to shelf their emotions and just stand in the gap for them and not express, you know, like yeah. they want them to express it, but it's like as soon as they start expressing the women, it's like, uh-uh, well, you shouldn't even feel like that. And it's like, damn, you want him to express it, but then you get upset when he acknowledges how he feels. So then, guess what? He bottles that shit all up. Yep. And then he's angry. Yep. He's holding in all he's this pent-up emotions. Healed. And so he can't heal because he yep. doesn't have a safe space to be. Exactly. No, I, I was that girl at one point in time. But really? Excuse me. Oh, yeah, I was that girl. Like, what? Suck it up. You know, you're a man. Mm-hmm. I was that girl at one point in time. And I'm so glad that I'm in a better space around 40, 41. I changed my dynamic with that because I have cousins who are male and they were hurting. 
And they didn't have people that feel like they could talk to. So that hurt me to know my cousins didn't have that. And then I thought about it. I said, well, Tasha, if that's your cousin, these men you've been dating, who you tell them to suck it up, buttercup, they have cousins it. too. Yeah. So let them be able to express themselves to you. You know, and now it kind of hurts because for so long, even with the girl's father, I feel like it's some things he wants to let out or he should let out. That he just don't feel like he have a safe space to let it out at. I think yeah. he feels safer talking to the baby or the family than any of us. Mm-hmm. And it kind of feels, I kind of feel kind of bad because I feel like we're friends. I, I'm I'm your children's mother. I know you better than anybody else. Mm-hmm. You can talk to me, but he just doesn't feel that safeness yet. He feels safer talking to her. but I And I kind of don't want that on her because that's her daddy. Mm-hmm. And how she gonna handle? I could see her now. If he did come to her crying, she trying to hold this big old three hundred pound man <laughs> in her arms. Yeah. So. Do you okay? So do you feel that as we're talking about like the the closure? Do you feel like we rush into things or go with the flow? Like what's the? Because I think sometimes too when we're dating, we we come out of a come out of a situation and say we're just gonna go with the flow. But as soon as we get into it, we're rushing it. Expecting. I used to go with the flow. But I stopped going with the flow because I don't like the way it's flowing. Like, if you want something <laughs> different, you got to do something different. I'm running into the same. I was running to the same exact man. Having in the a same different body. Exact, in a different body. Having the same exact turnaround. Yeah. But if I didn't move different and expect something different, why? I mean, if I didn't get, move different and do result. something different, I'm going to get the same That's result. Insanity. So, exactly. And I was insane as hell. <laughs> so, now, in this point in my life, and I hate that I'm so, I'm older and I realize it because I this light bulb just went off with this. This relationship taught me a whole lot. Even though it didn't end the way I wanted it to, it still taught me a whole lot. So now I see with a different lens and like, nah, that ain't working. Nah, I can't do that. So now when I see something, if it's a red flag, I'm I'm waving it back. Hold up, homeboy. This ain't going to work. Uh-huh. I can see this. I can see clearly now. So, no. I can see clearly Basically, That's it. That's it right there. <laughs> you know, and I ain't keeping them obstacles in my way. I'm, okay. I'm moving around. I'm moving them. I think, too, sometimes when we're dating, we're scared to confront when something's not working and we stay longer than we should. Oh, let me tell you something. That, I know I stayed in several things because I was in that relationship again. I hate to keep bringing it up, but I should have left him in 2021. I chose to stay there longer than needed to. It's a Tyler Perry play in one of those plays. It's a song that Tony Grant sings and it says, sometimes we stay too long and we don't know the reason why. Sometimes we pray too long and the answer passes us by because it's not the answer we want to hear. Uh, so that's why I said... That's I, like asking God to sit a boat. He said a yacht. He said a... <laughs> he said all, and then you miss all the transportation. There you go. And he sent a bike, a car, you know, but yeah. because it's not what you think it should be. Yeah, so I agree with that wholeheartedly. You, we do stay too long for comfort. Yeah. Because we don't want to accept, okay, maybe this or is not what over. I need to be. Oh, <laughs> I know plenty of people don't like to start over, but I'm a start over queen, baby. I start over. Like I tell people all the time, if I can leave the children dead with three kids, I know I can start over with somebody else. I can yeah. start over in a heartbeat if I have to. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to, I've never wanted to be one of those people that live their life in what if I would have, could have, should have. Yeah. Never. No regrets. No regrets. I think um, I've learned about myself that I would say I would go with the flow. And then I get quiet. They be like, what's the deal? I'm like, ugh. I don't like it. 
you know, like I don't like it. But then I, 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 I do. I don't want to say I'm a ghoster, but it's just like I don't know how to explain it because the the words is like you're not gonna accept my words. Oh no, my favorite line is yeah. I don't think this is gonna work. I I want you to go out there and find whatever it is you need, but this not working. But I think me. that's why I say I'm comfortable with not dating. Like coming out of my marriage, I was like I just want to enjoy life for what it is at this really? moment. But then at the same time, I know I'm, I'm meant to be someone's wife, just not anybody's wife. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. like, I am a wife. Yeah. Like, I don't just, uh, my, my daughter tell you, don't nobody come over here. Yeah. And I don't go nowhere. Yeah. Like, you could find me in my bed. I don't talk <laughs> on the phone. We yeah. had the conversation about if I died and somebody got up there in that two minutes, please, and want to give her. I talked to her last week. She said she going to stand up and say, you lied. Because my mom only talked to five people. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You cannot say we have a certain type of relationship because my daughter knows everybody that I fool with. Okay. I mean, even familiar with, if I talk to a particular guy, she know you by name. Okay. She knows what she look like. Okay. She knows the codes to my phone, passwords to stuff that yeah. even if she doesn't go in it, but yeah. she knows if she needs to, she know how. Well, I let's see. I'm not gonna say. Hmm. I dated, and they knew pe. They knew of people. They didn't really know people. Mm-hmm. But I dated. Um. But after their father. I think it took me a while to date seriously. Mm-hmm. You know, to date serious. I think I've only had two two or three serious relationships and we've been divorced. How long? 20? We've been divorced 19 years. So I've only had three serious... And I'm saying three, but I can only think of two right now. But I think it's another one out there I'm throwing a dice on. Mm-hmm. It's another one I mean, you moved on. Yeah, moved on. I moved on. But I, I also kept it kept it to the point of they knew they knew what needed to be they knew what they needed to know yeah. I, I wasn't as open yeah but but with you and jazz it's just you and jazz i had three but it's, i was it's trying to thing. navigate i haven't always been that open but as she's 14 in high school mm-hmm. really supposed to be in middle school she's advanced yeah so certain things that i feel like as she's asking questions that means she's prepared to know answer and so answer i may them. not go into detail yeah. but it adds on to her comfort level to yeah. ask me the next question yeah and i think that's where uh we talk about dating we talk about relationships we talk about boys i remember when i i, I got divorced she said i never wanted to get married I said, no, 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 no. Uh, That's not what mommy wants for you. Mommy yeah. wants you to have the urge or the desire or the, the, yeah. the, the idea in your mind that you're meant to have your life partner, mm-hmm. whether it's marriage or not. But don't see my marriage as a, as a thing that you don't want. See some of the issues as the things that you don't want. Mm-hmm. But you learn from that as to what you do want. But you would be surprised at how much they observe, though, because yeah. my daughters have told me that you know, they've never seen, and when they said this, I was kind of hurt, but it was true. They've never seen anyone in our family in a happy, productive marriage. Oof. Like, my, my middle daughter really was like, this is why I shut down people, because I've never seen anybody. My mother's uh, divorced twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been divorced. My sister's been divorced. The relationships that they do see, they don't see happiness like they, like, you know, like they think they should see. So, yeah, they do see it, and it does affect them. But it goes back to healing that needs to be done after breakups instead of just jumping into stuff. You look at my mom's timeline, how quick she got married and remarried and things like that. Mm-hmm. Healing wasn't done. Right. You know, so my grandparents, they needed healing 
from things that happened to them prior to them getting married. Right. You know, but back then, grandma and grandpa got married and stayed together. That's just what it was. And they fought through it. And they fought through it. So we don't even know half the stuff they went through, but we understood, like, man. Also, too, in the black community, sometimes the struggle with that is that in order for a woman to have anything, she had to be married. Yeah. And then when they took the man out of the home, they gave her uh, food stamps and housing, and that was Project. that was that was, was purposely meant right. Mm-hmm. So those were the things that we. Are, I'm not saying that as women that was okay, but if you're looking at the man gone to war, the man is out there on drugs. Mm-hmm. She sees the opportunity to try to uplift her family mm-hmm. and try to do what was right. However, right. not looking at her side like, damn, these people really try to mess us up. To a certain degree, yes. But that's the thing. They kept us in blind spots. To, yep, to certain things. I will yeah. admit that. But you did have some of those people that to went through those adversities and just didn't let it go that way. You yeah. know, I had one set of grandparents. I thought they were perfect, but I found they actually weren't perfect. Mm-hmm. And my other set of grandparents, I knew that was hell on wheels. Yeah. So... You know, but again, healing that needed to be done. That needs to be done prior to them even having kids and things of that nature. So tell let me ask you a question, if you don't mm-hmm. mind. Do you feel like um like you like I haven't healed with my breakups, do you feel like I hadn't healed enough to to say you are going to do the same things or what you mean to say? Okay, so you know how your sister says she didn't think about getting married because of the situations with people that are married in our family. Mm-hmm. Did you feel that way as well, or did you feel like, okay, no, I'm gonna get me some love. I ain't, I, I can't worry about what they not doing. Oh uh, no, I felt the same way at first because I would like, because that's I would, all you do. I would, yeah, I, yes, me. I would like self sabotage relationships. Then I talk to my sister, and I'm like, yeah, because every time it got serious, mm-hmm. and I feel like I really like love that person, I would start doing stupid stuff. You know what I'm saying to mess yeah. it up. So it's like I realized I did feel the same way like that. But that's the thing though. When I realized that problem, I'm like, that's not cool. I gotta give love a chance. So now I'm like, I'm gonna give me some love. This <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna be happy. I like that. But what? Uh, now, now, she gonna get us some love. Now? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't do that no more. But, but wait, like, you know, I gotta give it a chance. Like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Y'all grandma didn't just start off the marriage for, but she but she was in love. You know what I'm saying? You and daddy, y'all was in love. So yeah. I'm gonna give it a chance. I think I think the funny thing with love, you know, people say sometimes love hurt. Mm-hmm. Oh, because mm-hmm. love can be so intense that it puts you in a mind state of of love sick, mm-hmm. of love like stomach turning flips and you you want to do everything to show this person that you love them but my only thing is in the midst of doing all of that do they even acknowledge or know what you're doing for them do they know that that that's love but see because we can show them love but do they know how to receive that's love? it and, and that's see, that part that's it and that's what that not with my marriage that's what it was i showed him love pure genuine love but he, but he didn't know how to reciprocate. And mm-hmm. it's still not his fault. I'm being honest. It's not his fault because of some healing that he had to deal with with some family stuff. Right. Even to this day now, certain things I do, like I took him out to dinner a couple of weeks ago. 
what what's going on? It ain't my birthday or nothing. I said, I'm just taking you out to dinner to you. Thank you. You've been helping me out with some things. Just, he still doesn't know how to reciprocate after all these years. Uh-huh. So, again, it's just that my new goal is I'm going to love me first. That's what I'm doing first. I'm taking myself to dinner first. I'm buying my flowers first and everything. Anything else that comes along with it with no expectations from the other person, I'm appreciative to it. But at the end of the day, I know if I can love myself, then I can love someone else. And the kind of love I want in return is going to gravitate to me. That's my philosophy. You know what my thing is, though? This is this is a question. I'm, I'm saying this, but it's also, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it so I can hear me say it. So, if I'm loving you, and to say I'm not having any expectations, how do I know that you're loving me wholeheartedly or half-assed? If you're in tune with yourself, when it's not reciprocated, you're going to know when to go. Right. But my question is, when it comes to love, because we, we, okay, consider love languages. Mm-hmm. What a man does for me, he may be considering it as his offering, his love mm-hmm. offering. Mm-hmm. But I might not like it. Well, if you don't like but I, it. Wait, listen, listen. Mm-hmm. I might not like it because that's not th- what I'm looking for. But I have to find a way to show show him and tell him. So, so okay. I shared with uh, my homeboys and I asked them, how would y'all feel about this? A particular chick took her boyfriend, husband or whatever mm-hmm. to a hotel. And you know us women. We, sometimes we show men what we want. Yep, so she filled up the hotel room with balloons and shit. I don't know the place. And the men said, what the fuck she do all this shit for? I ain't want this. But in my mind, I laughed because I said, obviously he doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. But I think she did what she thought he might like because that's what she liked. Mm-hmm. So she's trying to show him what she would like to get yep. because he's not that type of guy. I get that. And so sometimes what sucks is what we want, the person we're with doesn't want to offer that. But did she have the conversation with him? And that's the question. See, that's my See we don't know. Yeah, right. I, I, I have, I have but sometimes some people avoid those conversations out of fear of you're not the person able to give me that. That's what I'm saying. The fear mm-hmm. of, of disappointment. You're not living. You're not the person living up to and what I need. Deal. And this is my thing because it's two parts to this with me. Uh-huh. With my last relationship, that's how he was. Well, T, I'm pure with you and this is what I can do. I get that. Mm-hmm. And at first, I thought I could take it. Okay, well, it's just the way he is, and this is how he loved it. But I had to stop myself because I was dying inside. I was literally more. dying inside because I wanted more. He's still happy in a runaway slave, papers and all, because he's getting everything <laughs> he wants, and I'm getting, I'm lacking. Yeah. So I had to love myself enough to remove myself. Right. I had to because I was drowning. I felt like I was literally dying and alive i cannot mm-hmm. express that enough so i had to remove myself yeah fast forward to a friendship i'm in right now which is a a, a former person that i dated and we're rekindling a friendship and we're starting completely over again when i decorated a hotel room for him he was ecstatic he's not that kind of person but he never had it done for him before mm-hmm. and he really enjoyed it so I can see him doing that again. From I can see him doing that in the future for me. Mm-hmm. Maybe not right now, but I can see him doing that because he knows, hey, that's what she likes, and I'm willing to try. But so you things. enjoyed it with him, exactly. Because when I tell you he enjoyed it, he was like, I never had anybody doing anything like this for me before. What was your thing? What you like to say? 
I was, it's, well, we're still in the same conversation, but I was saying earlier when you was talking about giving it to somebody and then how to receive it, I'm on the other side of that. I don't know how to receive, you know what I'm saying? No, I'm loved. Like, you can tell me, like, I love you. Yeah, yeah, I love you. I be like, all right, now, nigga, what you did? Why you telling me? Right. You bought me flowers right, right now. I'm like, why you got me there? What did you do? You know what I'm saying? It's in your paragraph. I'm like, you know, and then it's like, not, I'm like that. I'm like, I don't do too well with that. I'm like, you, you're I'm, doing a lot. Okay, I'm going to give you an example. And I try to show it, but all the people think I be hanging them. And I'm like, no, like, I really like you, but I don't know how to show it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to give you an example. After you done disrespected me so many times, Oh, yeah. And then you go do something. And the first thing you say you like it, and I ain't even notice it. That's how bad I am. I'm still fucked up yeah. in my head and my feelings and my emotions yeah. about the shit you done said to me that yeah. fucked me up. Yeah. And then you get mad at me when I say, what you trying to do, butter me up? Yeah. You That's can't get mad at me because... I've observed how many times you just had me turn each cheek. I yeah. ain't got no more cheeks to turn. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. I ain't turning no cheeks no more. I'm done with that. Like, it, like I'm so serious. At this point in my life, a nigga sneeze wrong. <laughs> I'm not doing it. Because I look at my life Dang. like this. I'm, 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 I'm a year and a couple of months from 50. I'm at, I'm, it's like a basketball game. I'm almost at halftime with my life. Yeah. See, third and fourth quarter, it's lit. All third and fourth quarter. And That's I it. ain't taking nothing less than that. And I mean that. And I don't care who it is. These kids, the relationship I'm in, my job. I'm not yeah. taking less than that. And that's just how I feel. A nigga look at me wrong. Oh, you got to go. I I'm think, sorry. So I don't that, do I'm not doing the petition. How you doing that now? No, you too young. This <laughs> yeah, means wrong. Like, but you, but what what I what I know about myself now is that when it comes to receiving love, I don't want nothing half assed for sure. Right. Like I right. I really do believe I'm a, I'm genuinely who I am. Yeah. If you can't give it to me, back the fuck up. Yeah. If you don't have the energy or the capacity to if do it, back the fuck it, up. But don't it. hold on to me because you like the idea of me. You like what I can bring to you, but you can't bring anything but to wait, me. Friend. He can't hold on to you unless you allow him to. No, but I'm saying, my thing is, don't act like, like, you know how I always say somebody breadcrumb you. You know what I'm yes, saying? Yes, so they'll yes, dangle yes. things to make it a as few, if, yes, they'll yes, dangle yes, shit yes, to act yes, like they're doing yes, enough yes. And it's bare just, just enough I don't, to get you back. I, I yeah, deserve I, I, more yeah, than that. I've had that. Because well, I'm a quality woman. Yeah, exactly. I'm a exactly, quality exactly, woman. Exactly, exactly, I'm a put exactly, the time in. Exactly, exactly, I'm, exactly, exactly, I'm a love ball. Yeah, I'm tender with my love. Yeah. I put the season on this shit. You're very supportive. There's no way that I deserve to get the bare minimum. If you cannot do it, leave me alone. Yeah. Say that because I would respect you more if you decided to come back later and we rekindle what we had. But if you fuck that shit up, it's over yep. for me. And because I ch- I've chosen to heal from my things in my from from my things in my past, that's why I, I feel like I can be how I am now. Like yeah, I ain't taking nothing. I yeah. know what I want because I've been there and done that. Now if you hadn't healed yourself, brother, go heal yourself. I'm I'm good and, on you. And the thing is, healing after heartbreak. When we say heal, we're not saying it's going to end up just happening overnight. Nope. It's, it's when I say the process of healing, it hurt. Oh, yeah. Because you're unearthing some shit that you, you thought you dealt with. And when it comes back to the surface, it's like, ooh, that played a major factor in who I am. And I said this after I went to therapy this week with my, with, uh, to my mom and my daddy, I actually told my mom, I finally acknowledged it. My mom, I hated my childhood. 
everything oh, about wow. my childhood. And she got quiet. I told my dad after I talked to my mom, but I didn't tell her. Actually, I think I did tell him I said that. But I said, it's shit that happened to me that I couldn't control. But yeah. who I am now, I'm in full control. Yep. yep. And so because I can control what I want, what I don't want, what I'm yep. able to allow and accept. Yeah. That... Those things, I actually, and I was so happy I enjoyed spending the day with my mom for her birthday. But I was like, all that went out the window to me. Yeah, yeah. From here on, this is where we are now. Yep, exactly. You know what I'm That's how I feel pertaining to love after heartbreak. Yeah. I've dealt with all of it. I've dealt with so what I need to deal with. So I'm that's, glad why I'm not taking, that's why I'm not taking nothing off nobody. It's yeah. nothing personal to you, my brother. But it's if you me. still have communication issues, then yeah, go get it together. And if I'm single, and if I want to give you this chance, I'm there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's nobody, nobody that I'm willing to be. Well, it's only one person I'm willing to to wait with because, like I say, he and I have a history. We're we're starting over now as strictly friends mm-hmm. and seeing where we can go and grow from there. And that's you know, the best but part. But that, that's just with him. Anybody else? Let me meet a, a new nigga at, at happy hour. No, my brother, I don't have time for all that. If you're not healed and I see some, some negative-ish going on with you or some stuff, you a petty man irks my nerves. If I see you got all that going on and you're not healed from things like that or things from your ex-wife or your ex-boo, I have to move around because I'm at a peaceful place in my life. I'm totally at peace with everything that's going on with me. And if yeah. people knew half the stuff that was going on, they would wonder how she's so peaceful. Yeah. So since we talk about healing after heartbreak and we're, we're talking about the journeys that we're, we've been trying to embark on, getting stuff together, do you feel that men... Uh, and it's not to single men out, mm-hmm. but... I think too because of the stigmas, you know, men tend to think, you know, you trying to get in my head and manipulate me and change me. But if you're, if if what you've been doing isn't working, it is getting you the same results of poor relationships because you want to continue to live in the same rut of how you, the same stupidities, the same habits. There's an important part of seeking help. You just have to let people be where they at. Yeah. In a situation like that, I tell them be where they at. Like seriously, but it's not for me. Yep. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't want anything better for your life, my brother, that's fine. If you don't see anything wrong with it, that's fine. My thing is, like you said, we said earlier, insanity. You're doing the same old thing in the same, but you're expecting do. different results. You stay insane. I'm gonna go ahead and move around. I, but I'm I'm fine now in my life. I can love you and let you still be in your stuff. Yeah. You just not pulling me in your storm. I'm yeah. not letting you pull me in your storm. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna send you that love and life from a distance, and I might drop a gym every now and then. You ever thought about doing this, this, and this? Yeah. But if he don't want to do it, then I can't. I can't live like that. I won't live like that again. Yeah. I'm just not. It, it, it will send me backwards, and I don't believe in going back. But do you do you think that there's a part of relationships where a man should be comfortable enough to communicate with uh, I don't want to just say anybody but you know how sometimes you have good male friends or a good mentor or even a woman that you can you, that a man should be able to speak to if we're to get together some things you out. need to talk to me yeah that's just my personal opinion. But he Talk has to, to be. Me. But he has to feel safe and comfortable to speak to you. I'm gonna make, so. you, I'm gonna make it as safe as I can make it. If you don't receive it and you just want to go talk to her, then that's fine. 
But I'm going to tell you like this, and like I tell everybody, don't do anything that you don't want me to do. Because you won't want me talking to Joe Blow over here, telling him what you're not doing, mm -hmm. instead of telling you, Joe Blow can't fix you, only you can. Right. So I don't need you talking to Jane, though, over there about what we got going mm -hmm. on. Because I'm a woman, I, I done been there. I done been the clean-up woman. So I know, mm -hmm. you know... I know how that could go. Yeah. And then some people can't strictly be friends because I've also been that I'm really your friend, you know, situation too. But if we together, I need you to talk to me first. Now, yeah. if you just feel like you just can't talk to me, then we need to fix this so we can get to the point. I want to be able to tell you everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly, without no step, without no judgment and no restriction. But we also got to, and I, I, and I hate it. Because sometimes you could be talking to somebody and it falls on deaf ears. They're not interested in what you have to say because if it's not of interest to them, they really don't give a fuck about what you're talking oh, about. Yeah. So when you're dealing with a person like that too, you, you become closed out. You become closed up and don't want to share your heart. So the only time they want to hear your heart is as long as it pertains to, to them. them. Well, no, I gotta move. That's that selfish shit. I gotta move around because I'm not selfish and I'm not selfish so I don't understand selfish people. And I just don't want that in my life. Mm -hmm. I'm not selfish. So, I, I again, I put out what, I, what I'm what i getting back in return. And that's just, I'm standing on that. Ten toes down on that. I'm putting out what I'm getting back in return. Makes sense. I don't know what we listening to, girl, but we finna change it. <laughs> I was grooving. I thought it was Maxwell. Oh, it's the end of the song. That's all I'm like, what is that? How about this one? Oh, yeah, this was up. Okay. Either version. Okay. This one or uh, Smokey. Mm -hmm. But anyways, so definitely I think the the being able to communicate with the person you're dealing with and actually receiving what they have to say, having open ears mm -hmm. and an open heart to what's being said without, not necessarily not without judgment, but with uh a genuineness and a care for what right. they say. Right. Because the, the, the worst feeling is a person who is really not into what you got going on mm -hmm. really ain't into you. True. I have to feel that way. True. I'm a talker. I talk a lot. So I know I talk a lot. If uh -huh. a guy is not attentive to what I'm saying, even though it may not make sense to you, just let me get it out. Then I know that's he's not the one for me. Yeah. If I have to keep repeating myself what I'm saying, you're not listening to me. Or if I got a lot to say and you ain't listening. Right. I ain't go I I don't say shit no more. As long as I'm talking, we good. Yeah. When I when I'm quiet, yeah, I I I checked out. Express check out. Yeah. Ten out of the list. Uh, I think in in a part of me coming out of the relationships I've been in, and I think I have a big hesitancy about the next relationship I I end up in. Is the being able to communicate with my partner. Um, I like to talk, but I don't like to talk. Like, you know how sometimes a person who knows you pick up on your body language, mm -hmm. can pick up on how you look, can pick up on your mood. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Some things, it's just, you didn't even say that. Just just come here. Because just, like, I hate to say it, but sometimes my daughter, she walk up to me and goes, hug me. Ah. And I go, Really? <laughs> Oh, that's cute. She goes, yeah. And then she goes, you need one of these? Oh, I'm like, ah, I love it. That's and I do cute. it a certain way. She goes, yeah, I'll take one. I guess with me, that's a part of my a part of my healing, communicating and getting things out. Yeah. I've always been a talker. And 
I don't like awkward silence. I don't like that. So mm-hmm. if, if it's silent, that means we want to bed. But we either we need to talk about something or say something. As long as I'm talking, I'm fine. When I'm quiet, there's an issue. And when I find myself getting quiet, that means I'm not. Um, I'm I'm shell. I'm going into a shell, and yeah. that's not healing for me. Yeah, that's that's taking that's, me to the that's, heartbreak. That's, that's actually piling on more uh, chaos in the mind, right. chaos in your spirit. That's right. true. Right. So that's just me, though. So I'm learning how to navigate and listening more, which I do listen. But I'm gonna have something to say. That's just I've always been that way. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, it's not a bad thing. It's my thing. Yeah. That's what I do. I think the the importance of healing, and we're not just saying therapeutic, you know, I, I got to go see a shrink, but a long time. Sometimes people don't even know how to be with themselves. They have to have somebody. Accountability and acknowledgement is a form of healing. You know what? When you acknowledge that you messed up on something, Right. That's a form of healing. Some yeah. people don't want to. Some people are in denial when they don't realize that denial is a river in Egypt, not denial how, that you should live in. Right. Like acknowledge your error, acknowledge your ways. You know, okay, I did thus and so. This is not conducive for this relationship, and I was wrong. That's a form of healing. You know, you don't have to always go lay on somebody's couch. You got you can look but in that people, mirror at yourself. But when people, some people acknowledge fault, they they feel that they're acknowledging weakness. Well, really, that's a strength. Oh yeah, you oh, know, yeah. because oh, yeah. at the end of the day, uh, I'll say this, and I'm I'm, I'm saying this I'm, I'm publicly. Um, I had some flaws in my marriage. I had some flaws in my marriage, and those things. I'll be honest, I never should have gotten married. Oh, yeah. I should have never gotten married. But in that, I fought those six years to yeah. make it work. And it might not have been perfect. Yeah. I know I didn't do everything right. Yeah. But out of coming out of that, oh, I did some I did some shit. Oh, I, yeah. I I said some shit. I did some shit. I never cussed him out. I never called him out his name. Yeah. Um I never disrespected his family, even though I was accused of doing so. But I'll say this. I know deep down, when I go to sleep at night, I sleep well knowing I did right by people. Exactly. exactly. I don't I don't have the heart to want to turn and wake up all night. Now, the insomnia was out of fear of other things. Mm-hmm. But the, the waking up knowing... I tried my best. Yeah. And yeah. if and if my best wasn't good enough, I'm sorry. So in my situation, I should have never got married because I didn't heal from the relationship prior to that. Yeah. I saw red flags within him. And it's so funny because up until maybe a couple of years ago, all I saw was his red flags. I didn't realize mine until maybe... 10 years ago, maybe maybe 10 years ago, 5 years ago, something like that. And I was real. Then these last 3 years, like I said, this last relationship taught me a lot. He sat me down and said, so what you did wrong in your marriage? And I named a few things. He said, no, you still not getting to the nitty gritty of what you did too. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I had to accept, I had to accept the fact that I jumped into a marriage, jumped into a relationship with my, with my now ex-husband and I wasn't healed from some stuff I had going on prior to him. And that exactly. was bad that, that, that was me. Um, but I, I have some childhood trauma. Yep. Um, 
<laughs> my abuser died last year. Oh, wow. September 13th. Oh, wow. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, prior to me getting married, I had a relationship where my I, my heart was broken. Like, the get out the truck, I'm done with you shit. And I literally was just like, wow. But it was so many different things that I saw that that relationship should have yeah. went past a year and a half, two yeah. years. But I operated out of... I don't want to say it. I mean, it's a form of validation. You're looking for comfort. Yep. Um, If it wasn't in the foundation from my parents, if it wasn't in the foundation of family structure, you Mm -hmm. look for friends to love you. Yep. Sometimes you long to have relationships like other people have where the friends show up and do shit with y'all and we play into this and everybody consistent. Yeah. Nah. It didn't always happen that way. Yeah. It always felt like in most of my relationships, I was used. Yeah. It was always for someone else's benefit, oh, and it was man. never a, 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 when people talk about being reciprocal or reciprocating. It's never reciprocated. Oh wow! Like if I offer something, it never came back. That's hard. No boomerang effect. Like oh, you are expecting, you may not expect it, but you expect it because yeah. when you become empty, yeah. you're longing for someone to replenish you. Yeah. I need to get that balance. If I don't have that balance, I become bitter. I become quiet. I don't socialize. Yeah. I don't like people. Yeah. And I'm normally a people person. So as I get older, I love being an introvert. Because I don't have to deal with your shit. True. But I enjoy the company of fun and laughter yeah, and yeah. hilarity. And then sometimes even sharing emotions. What's on your mind, friend? What you yeah, got? Yeah. Sometimes my friend calls say, you busy? I love that. Because you... Checking to see what the temperature is exactly. over here before you start talking. Yeah, yeah. Are you do you have the capacity to hear what I have to say? Right. I've actually began to have those kind of conversations with my mother and my father. Yeah. So like, hey mommy, you busy? Can I bounce something off for you real quick? Can yeah. I get your opinion? Or sometimes can I just say this and you ain't gotta say nothing? I just need to get yeah. it off. Oh, she'll do that sometimes. I don't need I don't need your opinion. I really know what I wanna do. I just wanna tell you what I'm doing. Right, but and sometimes it's hard for me because I'm like, what the hell you mean? You don't want my but but that mom. creates a healthy space for her to trust mm-hmm. because I didn't know that and I never had it. Yeah, so I do that with baby girl. Yeah, it it's it's so interesting because us as black people, we never really knew how to have these types of dialogues with our parents back no. in the day. So doing it with our kids now, people be looking like, what y'all doing? That's gentle parenting. No, it's real life. Yeah. What yeah. we should have been doing. It works for us. That's what I tell people all the time. It works for us. You do what works for you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of glad they do talk to me like that. But I had to heal from some things. Not just with my... I guess when we say heartbreak, some people think a relationship... A, 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 a romantic relationship. But mm-hmm. I had to heal from some heartbreak with my own mother to be able to do certain things with them. Yeah. You know, I had to do some healing, some forgiving. To be able to have what I have with them now, you yeah. know, and I appreciate it, but I had to acknowledge some things and move past some things and really just heal myself with and say, you know what, it stops with me. Yeah. These kids don't deserve that. They don't. So. I even have to heal for some friendships. Oh, baby, that's but, another whole podcast. Okay. Yeah, baby. So we talk about heartbreak. Them, sometimes the friendships Woo. you thought were real were well, something. Honey. Totally different. Honey. You like what is this? What and when you're when you're so used to being the 
on the giving end of a friendship. Yeah. And you finally wake up one day and say, no, this ain't it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Try this another whole. We'll be here two, three hours. I'll probably cry on that one. Okay. certain things, certain friendships, I just didn't think would end. And they just outgrew. You know? No, some of them were forced. Like. I I could go no further once I realized yeah. what happened, what was said in order for it to. You really thought that about me? You really yeah. believe what they said about me? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, you supposed to be my friend. You in my circle? No, but what is the whole circle? Not just one, but several. I, I never had a bunch of circles. I never no, had, I'm I never no, had no, 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 no. But I'm saying if if it's if if you have. Maybe think of these darn kids shows like Mean Girls. You got a clique of friends, and it be that one within the group that don't like this one. So all of a sudden, everybody in the group don't like this one. It felt like that to me. You I, be like, I never understood why grown women act like this. No, but I'm talking about even middle school, high school. Really? Yes. That's why I said I, I'm. I'm. I tend to like to be by myself. I like people, but then I might pull back with people like, "Hey," I'm like. I want to. Oh wow! I become guarded because I yeah, really I got trust so issues. Going on. Yeah. Because if I've already had trust issues with parents, I've right. already had trust issues with family members, yeah, friendships, I and then it. get into a relationship, nigga. I gotta trust you, <laughs> and then you break my heart too. Yeah, you just yeah. like everybody else. Yeah, and then my thing is, tell me everything in the beginning. I never forget when I used to watch this reality show with um. The girl from Mary Mary. And she said every time he would tell her something, he would break her heart. And she thinking, okay, we're going to go to heal. We're going to go to therapy. We're going to heal from it. And then three, four months later, you tell me something else you did. You're just breaking my heart over and over and over again. That yeah. was killing her. You know, yeah. tell, let all out the line. Look, you did this, this, and this. Let all out. Don't keep coming back with the heartbreak yeah. and the heartache because let I me, let me all let, at one time. Let me get all this hurt out. Let me cry out for the next time. two weeks. Yes. And then I'm okay. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think, now let me ask you this question. Do you think when you're, when you're coming from heartbreak, going into healing, and you have kids, do you think your kids see that and feel the residual effects from the non-healing side of it and the healing side from Hell it? Hell yeah. Like with me and Jazz, we go to the same therapist, and I have conversations with her a lot. And some people be like, uh, "You talk to her like she a baby, or you, you treat because she is my baby, but I don't treat her like a baby. Mm-hmm. But I do give her the attention that I feel she needs when it comes to what's on your mind, how you feeling, how like if I ask her, you know, how when you pick your child up from school, mm-hmm. what was the best part of your day? Mm-hmm. What was the least favorite part of your day?" What happened in your classes? What's what was the you know what was the topic of discussion and what did you learn? Like I dig in a way that creates an open dialogue versus just that short yes no it was okay it was all right I need I I want you to understand that I'm I'm really interested because this helps me gauge where you need me. Mm -hmm. So I feel that. The day she said, Who we not going back? I was like, Yeah, babe, we good. She says, You're happier now. One day she says, You don't yell like you used to. But I realized 
the anger when he wasn't around, mm -hmm. I put on her. And so when I respond out, I just be like, leave the room. Get out. Yeah. You know, because I'd be like, give me space to process. Yeah. And then come back and communicate and talk. With, um, with this last breakup, my girls were, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good or whatever. But I wasn't the way I was the other time. Right. Now, Taylor and I, I have a relationship with all my kids. I have a bond with all my kids. But I think Taylor and I, this bond, we had a little bit tighter or whatever because we spend the most time together. Mm -hmm. She could tell if something wrong was wrong or if I was having a bad day or if Jazz you say with what? this one with this breakup. Uh, you was cool, you was a little sad, but not that sad. Not like I was in twenty fifteen, huh? Yeah. And I wasn't trying to chop people heads off as much time, huh? Yeah. You think I'm here now to date somebody? No. Really? <laughs> uh, no, I really? think you need I think you need me time. But you know I'm a strong believer in you just need me time. I feel like that. You just need time to really learn and heal and love yourself first. And Again? Yeah. yeah. Give it to that. I asked Jasmine that. Really? I like hearing that, though. I'm going to take that into consideration, seriously. Uh, I asked Jasmine that. We actually prepared a couple of podcasts. And I asked her, and she was like, we ain't even got to air that podcast. That was for me and you to talk. I said, baby, that was good. I liked it. But in that podcast, I asked her, at, well, the unreleased part, she was, I asked her, I said, do you think Bobby's ready for dating? Nope. Not at all. I said, why you say that? You say you need, she said the exact same thing. She said, you need time to yourself. She says, plus, she says, I like that. And I told her, actually, I told her, I like that you check the temperature of the room. She'll walk in and go, how you feeling? How you doing? And I taught her that at the age of three or four. Don't come running to me. Tell me I need, I need, I need. And I'm exhausted. And then I lash out on you because I'm tired from a long yeah. days of work. But to this day, just by hearing her say that, she says, the space that you're in, you have time to focus on getting you together. Because I lost myself. Trying to tend to someone else's needs and then being torn apart when someone takes everything that I love from me and say that you don't need to do that no more. You don't right, need that. Right. And I'm like, okay, so now I'm picking up the pieces and people are saying like, oh, you're back to doing what you used to do, what you love. And I'm like, Hey, that's kind of, it, it, it almost feels embarrassing in a way if I didn't have confidence yeah. in a way of somebody had that much control over me. Well, I mean, we lose ourselves. Right, but that was a part of that manipulation else, too. Yeah, someone else takes that control. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm very thankful. I didn't, I don't feel like I lost myself, totally lost myself in this last relationship. Mm -hmm. But I can see where they think I need some me time, where I should have some me time. But I'm also at a point, again, like I said, I think not turning 50 is a bad thing, but being close to 50. Yeah. Like, my biggest thing is I don't want to go in these last two quarters by myself. So, I don't feel like I have the time that, every, that a 20-year-old or 25 or even a 30-year-old have to decide, okay, I'm going to do a whole bunch of me time. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I'm not jumping into dating nobody right now. Not seriously, for sure. But I'm not totally just cutting things off. What does healing look like for you? Like, what are some of the things you feel that you're doing to work through Tarsha? So, to me, healing is being able to tell people no. Because I have a problem with telling people no. People that I love and care about. You want to be supportive. Oh, I want to be supportive. I want to be. I yes. want them to always say they can always count on me. And it's okay if they can't at this point in my life. Yeah. Like, I'm learning how to say no and set boundaries that I really needed to set. 
So healing for me, healing for Tarsha is doing what makes Tarsha happy and putting Tarsha first. Because I, I rarely do that. Yeah. Even though I claim I was going to do it in the last relationship, I didn't put me first. I put his thoughts and his his needs first and then the kids needs and then the job needs and and I even find room to put in my ex-husband needs too because I feel like that's my family and I'm looking I'm gonna yeah. always look out for his extended family. family. Yeah. yeah. He's it a- is girl this boy I'm going home and cook a whole meal as soon as I leave here tonight because he wants some smothered chicken Mashed potatoes and gravy and Girl, corn. Give me a plate. Long as it ain't got no flour with it. Mm-mm, ain't no flour. Okay, cool. We air frying that chicken. Okay, <laughs> cool. Cool. So, yeah, that that is the part of, because, you know, when people be talking about healing and self-care, the first thing people think about is, like, pampering and getting uh, nails and hair done and relaxing and lighting a candle. When I talk about, like, the healing after heartbreak, it's, what have I gone through? All those things what have are I good. learned? Don't you know, you all know. those things are good, but if you don't get to down to the meat of it, to the to the darkness to the of it, okay, hey, to the ball barrel. This is what you was doing. You was dirty, dough down, dirty something. You know, mm-hmm. you gotta get to it. Okay, yes, I did this and so. Right. I did this. I did this. Why did I do these things? Right. Or am I gonna do these things again? You gotta get to that because yeah. if you don't, it's it's gonna come back it's, up again. It's gonna in come back And I think sometimes, like especially when you go back to, to like the the religious aspect or church, where they mm-hmm. say sometimes God can give you the same test until you master it. Right. When I actually add to my personal opinion, you keep doing the same thing over and over again. Get the same result. Different result. That's it. The same result. Yeah. That's the struggle. That is. Do you feel that when you're in a relationship or coming out of a relationship that you have people around you that hold you accountable like say you know these things didn't happen because Man, I, got one, I got one that hold me accountable for everything in a relationship a job everything <laughs> she don't mind saying now mama now one thing i love she not gonna do it in front of people but she uh-huh. gonna put this like tarsh you know you weren't supposed to do thus and so and thus and so She'll hold me accountable. My middle daughter will hold me accountable. My baby girl, my oldest daughter, her mom is never wrong. <laughs> never wrong. So I do have those type of people around. I think yeah. you'll tell me if, if you saw something I did those sideways. Yeah. But other than that, no. I, then, it. I think it helps too when people are coming from a healthy place. Right. Because some people, ooh. You know when you done something wrong, and the first thing they be like, "Oh, let me tell you," <laughs> or "I thought I told you so." Right. That's unhealthy. Yeah. Because yeah. to say I told you so, it's almost like they get a kick out of already hurting you while you're down. I don't kick people while they're down because you already low. You can't go any lower, mm-hmm. especially with your kids or the other person you're dating or you're with, because they're already vulnerable. So don't kick them when they're down. I don't feel like this. I don't say I told you so. What I ask, what I do is say, how can I help you? Yeah. You know, what can mom do to make this better? You know, now eventually I'm going to get around to I told you so, but after but you've gotten... But, but the, 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 the conversation may not exactly sound that way, mm-hmm. but it's, it's gentler. In a sense yes, of, exactly. hey, you know, I, now exactly. I know we had this conversation. Exactly. You know, I did bring this to your attention. So I want to know, yes. did you recognize right, what right. happened or you know right on the whole i'm good about that now we keep talking about the same thing over and over again you i'm talking talk. yeah i'm not talking about it no more i'm i'm gonna tell you okay look this is draining me and this is what you like so this is your issue i really don't want to deal with this no more with you yeah that's it because I, 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 I think i would 
in, in certain situations, even with some friends. And I think sometimes, too, even when I was married, even when I was dating, I'd say something. So I'd be like, but we just had this conversation last week. And I'd be like, you know what? You ain't got to worry about me talking about it no more. That's my fault. My bad. Exactly. I learned my lesson. Now, if I changed it, if I get myself out of it, shut the fuck up. Yep. Go talk about it. Basically. Basically. Because, again, like I say, some people just want to stay in that insanity, and I ain't doing it. And it wasn't, and I, 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 for me, don't think I wanted to stay. I don't, I don't think it really, I hate to say it. I really felt like it was time to go when baby girl got crossed. That, that part, oh, yeah. it was like, whoa, I woke up. Yeah. You know, cause, cause mama bear kicked much, in. Yeah. But the other part, sometimes I realized, I'm like, damn, I didn't realize like I really went through some shit not knowing I was going through it until it really boiled over to, it was like, and that little face looked at me like, help me. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> not fat of them. Yeah. And, and mine are grown, and I'm still, still not going to let... Yeah. Yeah, I ain't, it ain't... Yeah, I don't let that daddy talk too crazy to them, so I know so I ain't going to let even a stranger... If, even in previous relationships, before I got married, um, the little one, she would see... It was just kind of like, you could just see her little face. Even if she didn't see the argument, she could just sense it. Oh, yeah. They you know, know, I was just like, yeah, it's, it's time to move around. Yeah, they know. They know. And it's okay to move around. Like I said, I'll commend people that move around instead of people that stay. Especially if you know it's not going anywhere. Because you're sitting in heartbreak. You're mm -hmm. like, yeah, you're sitting in heartbreak in a relationship. Who the hell does that? That's yeah. insane. Yeah. So. I think sometimes just at, in general, us as women, we operate a lot of times out of our emotions. And we have to get our minds and our hearts to align. Oh, yeah. But if your but if your emotions aren't in check, you're gonna have them all over the place, and that's gonna For have sure. your thoughts all over the place. For that's sure. gonna have your actions all over the place. For sure, based upon emotion. I've yeah. done things on emotion and asked myself later, what the hell what were you I'm thinking? thinking? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> all because I didn't want to take the time to get my emotion in check. Yeah, you know, create a whole movies in my head Scenario. based upon emotion, make it up shit. Right. Sometimes it, we make, we we create stuff that is not not even real. Exactly. But again, that's because you need to get down deep to the nitty gritty of it and heal from that situation so you won't bring it to that and you won't fester in it and have it yeah. doing it. Yeah. Well, y'all, that's something. Yeah, child. That's what we do. What do you think you'll be ready for your next relationship? Oh, in my ass, I'm ready right now. <laughs> but my trusted sidekick right here just said I'm not. I, uh, in my therapy session, my therapist was like, well, you know, do you think you're ready for another relationship? I said, I mean, I would like to have a companion. I would like to have somebody I could love on and spend time with. Uh, travel, make memories, all that type of stuff. But I don't want just anybody and I, and I want somebody that's a hundred percent like we are not gonna say perfect on the same page, but, why but we're alive. Why you can't say that? No, because perfect is not real. Not life because ain't nothing in life perfect. Mm -mm. We strive for purpose. But what's your? Because see, because what I cause let me listen to me. All right. If I say for instance, be competing bodybuilder, right? Mm -hmm. No one has the perfect body, but we all have an image of what our perfection looks like. Right. Exactly. So what I'm saying to me is that I want somebody that is in alignment with me. That's yeah. not perfection, but that's along. 
but parallel. But here's the deal, though. If that if that alignment is your version of perfect, then it's perfect. You got that's, that's, that's you my got philosophy. I just, I just feel like, yeah, we're perfect see, for each other. This, this is it. This is our version of perfect. Yeah. And can't nobody. But, but I, 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 I don't. Want, but I don't want. This is, this is just being honest. Mm -hmm. I don't want somebody to come along just for the sake of shits and giggles. It sounds <laughs> good for right now. Yeah. I'm enjoying yeah. this for right now. Yeah. I don't want to go with the flow no more. Uh -uh. I don't want nope. just the. Uh, Let's kick our feet up and enjoy the ride. And see where it takes us. No. no. Because you can send me to hell. Exactly. And I'm trying to get to heaven, okay? Exactly. I'm trying to shoot for the stars and you send me to the rocks. Exactly. Hello. Wake up. I, I had can't somebody do it. tell, and I guess I should have ran that night because that's what he said. Just go with the flow. I said, even a river know where it's flowing to. So where okay. we going? Upstream, and downstream. And he couldn't give me an answer. And I should have walked away then. I should have yeah. walked away then. So, yeah. I yeah. think that's that's where I'm at. I just, I, I want somebody that's in alignment. Um, I, I don't feel like I'm a difficult person. I think I'm fairly easy. And sometimes people may see that, sees that as an opportunity to say, I can have her mm -hmm. and do some other shit. And she be cool with it. I'm not cool with everything. Some yeah. shit just, I, I just feel like I'm too old to be whining and, 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 and griping about stuff. If you're going to do what you do that over there, but don't bring that shit over here. Exactly. I know I want somebody that's a reflection of me. Yeah. That's all I, I want to be proud to say, hey, I this is my friend. Hey, this is my company. This is my partner. Yep. Because at the end of the day, let me find out some foolishness and I'm airing out the neighborhood over here because I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, sh I'm shooting everything up. Now out the neighborhood, Come on. sis. Don't play with me. No, you can't air out the time. neighborhood. The nigga says you're going to air out the neighborhood. I don't have time. <laughs> don't be out here embarrassing me. Don't have me talking about you, but you ain't talking about me. Don't ask me to post about you, bitch, and you bring your name up, let the world know, and you ain't about shit about me. Okay? Because that's called reciprocity. Exactly. Show me the reflection. If I'm looking in the mirror, I don't want to say I'm looking at the broke version of me, the hurt version of me. Exactly. I want somebody that said, you know, I'm, I'm willing to do the work. I don't exactly. want to hold no... Uh, I, I don't want to walk in a space of we holding grudges and I'm still angry and bitter... That, that's it's fine some people are still going to be working through some shit yep. but if i know you're working through the shit that's great but if you're not trying to do the work right. i don't want it exactly i don't have a problem with you working through you know that's you have it. your shit you gotta work on i don't have a problem with that we all gonna but be working coming on it. here to me in denial about it or, or no avoiding yeah i can't do it okay not this age so no I, I definitely want uh things to be in alignment um but no, I think when it happens, it will happen. Really? I think when, when whomever ends up in my life, mm -hmm. I, I, I think I'll know. I think I'll know. I, I won't have to second guess it. I won't have to question it. I won't have to beg and ask and be like, oh, show me, tell me. Look, it's, it'll show up. I like the way you said that. I shouldn't have to beg or ask. You will know if you want I like me. that. It, 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 you know, and I hear the, if you want something from me, ask me. If you genuinely feel the need to say, babe, I this is, no, no, no. I, if, if I, if I ask is because I really need to ask, but if you feel the need to say, Hey, is there anything I could do? Or, Hey, you hear me discuss something and you hear that I, it's, 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 it's tight. Some people say she mm -hmm. should ask. That's fine. If she asks, that's because she got a timeline exactly. and it's been done immediately. Exactly. But when you hear it, and you know that there's time within a, say for instance, a week or two. Mm -hmm. 
That might give you time to say, hey, let me come up with something. Yeah. But if she says it immediately, ask you right then and now, she's asking right then and now. Right. So I feel like for me, the person I'm with will be in alignment with me. They'll know, hey, her tone's different. Body language is different. Conversation is yes. different. Everything. Chemistry is different. Because my, my conversation ain't going to be the same if I got things going on. No, no, no. It's not. And I, I sense that a lot mm-hmm. in people. When shit shifts, I'm shifting. Yeah. You go left, I'm going right. Right. Because exactly. we're not on the same page. Exactly. That's that fork in the road. Right. And I can't I can't chase behind you going left trying to figure it out. I ain't. And I ain't gonna keep asking. Because I don't think anybody gonna do that Let's for talk. me. Exactly. Let's I think talk. the only persons I could say for the most part when my friends are going through something, I know what my friends are going through. Really? Yeah. Um my best friend will call and I'll be like, What's what's up? Like I said, we've been friends over 25 years. Oh, wow. I, I, I knew when she was pregnant. When she called and said she was pregnant, I, I cussed her ass out. We were 15, 16 years old. I was like, say, bro, you fucking up our childhood. We got 10 clubs to go to. We got parties to, to, to get out. Yeah. Her mama called me that night. Thank you for cussing her out because I couldn't say nothing. Oh. She was speechless. Oh, wow. She's like my, she's like my sister. We, we, we tight. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. And so I feel like and I when I say that relationship to me, I will fight for you. My, okay. You're my best friend. Yeah. That's okay. a best friend. I know you need me, you call me, yeah. I'm your brother. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, and not everybody can ha- say they have that. Mm-mm. My grandmother and her best friend been friends over my grandmother's eighty, about to be eighty two. They've been friends sixty something years since elementary school. What? The stories behind that is is deeper than that, girl. I have to tell you that later. Okay. We're gonna talk about it on air. Yeah. But sixty something years of friendship, Dang. and they look like they twins. Wow. That's how much of friends. You know, sometimes when you get in a relationship, mm-hmm. their partners look alike. Yeah. Sometimes friends end up looking alike. Wow. But yeah, so sometimes they say to show up as a friend. Mm-hmm. To no to gain a friend, you have to know how to be a friend. True. That's true. So I think in relationships you need to know how to be prepared for what you're asking for. I don't want something if I'm not ready for it. Exactly. Don't expect me to be loving if you're not loving. So now what you're saying that and then what Taylor said about me, now I'm wondering I I said I want a relationship, but am I ready? Now that made me just ask yeah. myself that. Yeah. 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 That made me maybe I'm just not ready to see it. Yeah. I think that's the, I think, uh, I have some mental traps that I've been working on in therapy. Mm-hmm. She got, it's, a, it's a worksheet and yeah. it literally breaks down my childhood scenarios and my adult scenarios oh. and we calculate them. And literally I was like, this shit, bro. Yeah. Oh, I had yeah. to show it to you. I had to give her to, uh, give me some blank copies. I yeah. bring some girl. girl. And then the top three are my three struggle areas in my life. Oh, Wow. But the good thing about it, see, the nigga, you're doing the work. And so what helps with me doing the work has made it easier to communicate with my family that each one of my family members have said they notice changes within themselves. Oh, that's good. Because when you become the change agent in your in your connections, uh-huh. people around me, from friends to family to clients, everybody's like, we doing work, dog. That's it. When you, and, I, and I've said this to my daughter, I always tell her that, each person connected to me is a branch. Mm, I'm the root. I like that. My goal is, and I'm, I'm, if, if I'm connected to you, I'm here for purpose. I know what my purpose is. 
Wow. But my grandfather, uh, Deacon Dove, passed. Uh, I remember. I didn't know. I didn't know too much about him. I don't really know that that side of the family too well. Mm -hmm. But when he passed, they were preaching. Um, the dove was the messenger bird. Yeah. You know, you've always heard they sent the pigeons. Uh -huh. They sent the pigeons like the United Postal Service. Mm -hmm. And so uh, they said Deacon Dove was the one that had the message for church. Like if he, if you went through the church and you read it to him, he knew what so-and-so was. He knew what this uh, was going on. He knew what time service was, how many people yeah. was at uh, BTU, blah, blah, blah. Uh -huh. Deacon Dove was sharp as a tack. Um, I learned that my, my grandmother, his daughter, is stern with her words and sharp as a tack. She really? worked for one of the governors of the state of Texas. Okay. Um, my dad, same way. So I realized sometimes my words might be sharp, might cut a yeah, little bit, yeah. but I, I, I mean it in love, right? Yeah. So when they preached, they said that um, the message was God sent you to deliver a message to the people that you're here to support and love on them yeah. in a way that some people don't even know what that looks like. Yeah. And so my daughter, when we were talking on the unreleased pod, mm -hmm. that she was like, Mom, you're you're here for the people. Oh, whatever that is, okay. whatever that capacity is. So okay. I've always had a message, but I don't never know. Each message is different. Yeah. But I've t I, if I touch one person that be that's multiplied by 10, you know, when they say it in the Bible, tenfold, mm -hmm. if I touch thousands by just one, I did yeah. my job. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I so that's why I love my name so much. Okay. I, lo I love my last name. So, Miss Dove, I'm going to stick to it. Ah. So, you should be proud of that. Yeah. And then, of course, my logo is a lotus flower. I came out the mud. Yeah. So, I've been through some things to get yeah. to where I am. So. Yeah. Yeah. And the good part about it is that you're where you are now in the present. We don't, we're not going to dwell in, um, in what took us, how we got here. We just thankful that we're here. Yeah. Yeah. That's my whole thing. Yeah. So I hate to say it, but sometimes with heartbreak, oh, you find your strength. Oh yeah. Like you go through something, you come out and be like, Oh, I feel a little more confident. I know how to handle oh, certain yeah, things. Yeah, I do. For some people who got it easy don't know nothing. Let me tell you something. To me, if you can go through a divorce without cracking up, you good. Yeah. Or, or, or hurting somebody. Right. And I ain't go to jail or to the pad of cell. So I think I did pretty good. Oh. I, I didn't. Well, I never I've never been the even after heartbreak, I've never been the violent type. Yeah. Like I'm very proud of it. I'm I'm proud of that because yeah, I never felt I never felt mad enough to where I wanted to physically hurt anyone. Mm -hmm. Because in my arrogance well in my confidence, I'm missable. So I know you're gonna miss this vibe, you're gonna miss this energy. And that hurts you more than anything. You're not gonna have full access to all of me any longer. Yeah. And that's gonna hurt you more than anything. I mean, especially if it didn't come with a a, a price. Everything I do is price. Right. It's genuine. Right. I'm I'm it's gonna pure, do it. It's genuine. It's a hundred percent me. I'm yeah. not. I'm. I'm gonna be honest. You know how people talk about representative. I'm a hundred percent me. The moment you meet me, exactly. This is what you want. And get. I think that's the part that's where people realize she's been genuine her the whole, whole life. Time. Yep. I still connect to my fifth grade teacher. Oh wow. My ninth grade teacher. They say you have not changed. Yep. I'd be like, that's a good thing and a bad thing. 
there's parts of me that have matured, but there's that that like one home, thing. The the love, the yeah, loyalty, all of that. That's consistent. All that is very consistent. That's consistent. That's the only way I can. I think if if anybody could say anything about me, that's one thing I could say. I'm consistent. On. Yep. I might not like something. You might piss me off. I might talk about you a little bit, but everybody talk about everybody. Right. But I mean it in the sense of I'm just venting. Yeah. But I don't have nothing bad to say about right. nobody. Right. That's me. If I so can't I think say nothing nice, I ain't gonna say nothing at all. We we've all hurt in some way, some form, some capacity. But at the end of the day, we 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 take those experiences we learned and we should grow we should grow from them. Yep. And, Acknowledge it. Acknowledge yeah. the hurt. Acknowledge the emotion of it, of it. Just don't sit and stay in it. Yeah. And move forward into healing so you can go into your next relationship healed. Yeah. And you don't bleed out on everybody else. Yeah. And then definitely take the time you need to become better, to become stronger, to right. become wiser. Um, get away from people that are uh, empowering your ignorance. Seek oh, yeah. the truth. Because some people will seek these podcasts and these uh influencers with the same mindset of ignorance that are really just gravitate to what you want but and that's the thing to feed that that mindset that, that you want to stay in yeah. yeah they're gonna gravitate to what they want yeah they are so, so we got we gotta it, it's a it's a process it's not gonna happen overnight it mm -hmm. takes time like i said i've been in therapy almost two years right and uh of course i go to gym too so i get my frustrations out i used to cry working out like just really? she be like you okay really? just boo hoo. Oh, she had no clue. <laughs> she was like, talk about it. I was like, I don't want to, cause you ain't gonna get it, you know. Oh, <laughs> but it was okay. like, okay, yeah, you've been divorced. Yeah, you you've had heartbreak. Yeah, you. But the capacity of what I was feeling, you don't understand the depths of what it is right now. Yeah, you yeah, know, with yeah. what I feel, you're not gonna feel the same about. You know. Yeah. Just because true. you went through similar doesn't mean it happened the same no. way. No, no, no. And you have no clue. Because yeah. mine is mine and yours is yours. Yeah. yeah. But I think for me too was I didn't like how I felt. I didn't like how I looked. I didn't like the esteem I had when I was told nobody gives a fuck about you. Oh. You ain't shit. Mm. You look like shit. Mm. So guess what? Change that shit. Right. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, and I mean, I hate to say it. It was almost like a, rep a repetition of like a parent. Yep. Like, to hear someone that says they love you say something that people who loved you in your childhood say, say the same thing. Yeah. So it was almost kind of like mental. That's yeah. Really, so yeah. that's the part of staying somewhere too long. Yeah. Exactly. Because you're you're trying to make it work, and they love me, so it shouldn't. Be so you work. thought? Yeah. That ain't love. No, not at all. When people say love hurts. I nah, <laughs> not that type. Not that type. No, no, no. And see, once you realize that, you have to love yourself enough to leave. Yeah, to leave. Yeah, yeah. that's one thing my mom. Or get or gain the nerve of the strength to leave, baby. She gain the strength to leave. Yeah, we good. We 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 gonna be good. Oh, I think yeah. as we and the, hopefully as as people mature in age and years and time. That we actually seek out healthy shit. Yeah. Not comfort shit. Right. I don't want this just because it feels good for exactly. I don't need temporary. I don't fixed. need a comfort blanket. I need I comfort within myself. Yeah. We, we gotta do the work. Yeah. 
So. And that's part of it. This is part of doing the work. So we're on the right path. We just have to stay on this path and don't get distracted. Yeah. That's just me. Anything? Mm, mm -hmm. <laughs> you enjoying? Mm -hmm. Y'all see anything? I'm just, I'm glad you did. You had some conversation mm -hmm. and some enlightenment. Like, yeah, I'm going home and, and yeah, think about what you said. That made sense. You have a very point, a very good point, little one. I might need some me time again. It helps to just imagine though, before we close this out, with her. I have a 14-year-old. You're a young, young, young woman. I ain't going to say your baby. You're a young woman. But the, the level of life that y'all are in and the times in which we lived it years ago, y'all are more advanced. Hell yeah. Our parents didn't talk about this shit. Stay at a child's place. What you need to know about that phone? Buy your business. And then, but they have everything at their fingertips. Yeah, that too. Everything. The access to everything. They Google it. Yeah. So, do you feel it's a bad thing? Uh -uh. I'm not, uh-uh. We don't really have anything, like, memorable like y'all, but, like, I am happy I was born from the generation with the technology because it does make stuff way easier. And we are more advanced. I'm happy that, like, I be feeling bad. but not be telling you, like, I'm not happy that you and dad went through trauma, but, like, I kind of am because that made y'all better parents than me and my sister. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we, we took the good parts of yeah. it and made sure we didn't apply yeah. to y'all. Yeah, both of y'all did that really good. Like, y'all did. Like, but you also learned from mistakes. Yeah, and so what you're mistakes. watching at, a, at your age with communication with your parents, mm -hmm. y'all could actually talk about this shit. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. I said, we couldn't talk about it. I just come to my parents very easily and talk to them about and have conversations like that. My dad might do a little chocolate first, but it's very easy, especially my mama. We're busy. We be talking. I don't talk to her. I had this thing. I don't talk to her when I get off work at nighttime. She don't keep me up till midnight. But you said it though. You a talker. Oh, yeah. So right. you like get carried away. She's like, all right, mama. And then y'all start again. Oh, my right. But we do that anyway. Oh, my bad. I'm going to be like, well, anyways, y'all know. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do better. Oh, yeah. I'm just glad you know you can come talk to me. So, yeah. that's dope. That's yeah. dope. And I think I like that. Because some people be shocked that, and, and most people think the stereotypes of black mamas, we, we too much try to be our child's friend. No, you are, I am supposed to be your first friend exactly. to be comfortable to communicate exactly. with. But with respect. Respect you know, we're not twerking together on a video. Right, right. But well, we was from Mardi Gras. Okay, that's different. <laughs> no, no, wait. We're going to edit that out. Okay. But no, to be honest with you, though, the the healthy values that we place in you guys is, is the important parts that a lot of people may try to misconstrue and say, oh, it's too much because they don't have it. Mm -hmm. So they see a, they look for a flaw in your relationship oh, yeah. in order to give them mm -hmm. some validation that oh, yeah. they're not as bad. People say that a lot about my mom and I, that we're too, we're too much like friends, but it's like, I never disrespect her. Yeah. Like when I say to her, she'll be all like too far. And I'm like, oops. <laughs> and see what <laughs> I say, Jasmine say anything. She's like, shit. I mean, okay. I said no more cuss words. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Like, right. I got to give her a pass here and there because sometimes with her anger, I'll be like, are you pissed off? I'm pissed off. Right. 
You know, yeah. so she Kevin knows is that. It's a word. It's a word. As long as she not in here talking about something, nigga, fuck you. We good. Right. Yeah. Exactly. If she came right. mama, ooh, they got my goddamn nerves today. Well, what happened? What happened? Well, I love to say, I'd be all like, ooh, mama, they're going to piss me off. Yeah, <laughs> like, I just yeah. let her talk because it's just a word. Unless she coming in there talking to me like that. Me? Yeah, I'm not about to chill. You know what I'm like that? Yeah. You know, that's crazy. It's other things I can be worried about. Like I said, on a whole, I have some amazing kids. So just because they want to cuss a little bit or they want to tell me they think about having sex or they want to ask me about buying them condoms, I don't care about it. It's other they could be doing. Yeah. You know? So, and I know my 29-year-old can call me and say, Mom, I want to move back. Mm-hmm. Come on, move back. Let's go. But yeah. what are your options? Find a job. You know, let's talk about it. When I got friends who don't even talk to them. Their kids don't even talk to them. So... Yeah, I'm good. I'm I'm good on us. I'm here. I'm healing myself to be a better mother for them. Yeah, you know. So that's what's up. So yeah, I'll say this. This is my little nugget about heartbreak. Heartbreak could either make you or break you. Mm-hmm. It could tear you apart, make you feel like that ain't nothing worth living for. Mm-hmm. Or I know now how to be better for what it is that I exactly. want. Exactly. Exactly. You know. And exactly. It, we sometimes can idolize something so much that it was supposed to be this way. This is what I wanted, mm-hmm. but that might not be, that might have just been your test run. Exactly. Try see what. Okay, well let me figure it out. Okay, take bits and pieces and learn from that to figure out how to be this for that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it sucks. We've been in relationships. I'll say this. I've been in relationships where I've helped someone become better for somebody else. I hate it, but at the end, I did my part. That's all I can say. I have to, and if I have to teach, coach myself to not see it as a mm-hmm. terrible factor, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I see the good qualities of you that I contributed. Yeah. I guess I didn't beat myself up for that because I tell the girls now, whoever their dad gets, now they're getting a better version of him than I had. Yeah. And I'm happy for them and him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I, I don't think I beat myself up too much for that because he, he is a better person now. I'm just glad he a better person. Yeah. You know, and that's how I look at it. So I won't beat myself up. Yeah. Like my mama used to say, you can't fatten a frog for the snake. Well, sometimes it's best for somebody, for me to feed that snake something else than for it to consume me. Yeah. And this is how I look at it. So, yeah, we're not perfect. Nobody is perfect, but we learn, we should be learning from our mistakes. Yeah. Healing, doing the work and becoming better. Not finding alternative alternative uh measures to heal or cope stuff. there you stop go stop putting the, a band-aid over the healing rip the band-aid off and heal stop sitting in it and being stagnant when you're stagnant you stink and i don't believe in being fun that's for milk right there <laughs> right. that's that stale water they right. start getting that little sea moss i don't yeah. have time for all of that <laughs> not now i'm in half time I got shit I'm doing. <laughs> look, look, I got work to do. Exactly. I'm busy. Exactly. I'm putting exactly. the work in. But uh, tune back in next time, people. Thanks for listening. Bye.